Family meeting at 10. Welcome to Family Meeting, a Peaky Blinders podcast. I'm Kelly Anakin. And I'm Tom Schneider. And with us is returning guest, the Dowager Cousin Jackie. That's you right. may remember her from such podcasts as <laughs> Nativity. Hooray! Uh, which, which we did around Christmas time yep. and was terrible. <laughs> so maybe, so we got a, we got a text from Jackie a couple days ago that That's was right. like, can I please be on your episode two of Peaky Blinders recap? <laughs> Why ever was that, Jackie? <laughs> um, that could be because Grace <laughs> is dead. <Yes. laughs> oh, God. Oh, look, yeah. Look, man. Look, man. I'm not sure that she's dead. <laughs> but I think we can all agree that Grace <laughs> has been <Christ>. shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she was definitely shot. And I started getting a feeling like maybe halfway, two-thirds of the way through the episode that they were gunning for her. I couldn't... Was it when they were happily playing with those goldfish oh, right. that yeah, Killian that Murphy's oh, old yeah. sex partner told him to put in the horse trough? No, no, no. He told the old sex partner. Yeah. Oh. I still miss the old sex partner. Oh, uh, we I'm all I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, now she... Hey, he's back on the market. Yeah. Oh, guys, I don't want to get too optimistic about her being dead. That's true. Like, <laughs> If we don't see a funeral, yeah, that's the Peaky Blinders way. Well, they wanted us to think she got shot at the end of season one. That's true. They sure did. Yeah. It was Sam Neill who got shot. Yeah. I so don't know. it's kind of like Final Destination. <laughs> I could do spoilers because I've watched through the end of episode three, but I won't say anything. Okay, okay. Please don't because I we would like to be happy or angry on our own time that's right we'll, we will. we'll just talk about the awesomeness of that gypsy curse and whatnot <laughs> yeah. right oh okay. look i feel like gypsy curses usually are less fast acting but damn. <laughs> well we don't oh, know man. how long ago that sapphire was cursed well that's true see and i thought that that russian was gonna say that's the sapphire i put in my hoo-ha <laughs> um <laughs> which is offensive in its own way <laughs> And like, listen, and Tommy Shelby just being like, I could tell. <laughs> I've smelt non-vaginal sapphires before. No, I mean, here's what I have to say. I appreciate that that old Russian lady, I guess, so her, their daughter's a duchess. What does that make old Russian lady? Uh, Also a duchess? I Isn't don't know. Is that even their daughter? <laughs> I feel like no, they no, might. No. She's their niece. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I admire that she's sort of the Tommy Shelby of that family. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, really? Only five diamonds? And this bitch took 16? Like, you're not pulling your weight, old Russian lady. <laughs> you could have had a lot more diamonds. Yeah. Okay, All so right. uh, let's let's get into the recap, and then we can make sense. Because Although, I guess, again, if you're listening to this recap and haven't watched the episode, uh, you probably weren't going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we've spoiled the ending for you, uh, but we would have yeah. done that in about an hour anyway, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. Um, I'll also go ahead and spoil the greatest tea sip in history, Aunt Paul's tea sip at the end of that one family oh, meeting. Yeah, when yeah. it says That Polly. was like 30 seconds of slurping. <laughs> and it says Polly slurping. Yeah. I was like, wow, so this, but not the lyrics to all these other songs in the soundtrack. Steve Knight, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Although he didn't direct this. Yeah, that's true. Some other guy did. Yeah, it was... Tim it or was, Tom. It was like Tim Melliers or something. And yeah. I thought it said directed by The Melliers. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> the limitations of this font. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway. You know, pros looks badass. Cons, kind of hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of writing. Yeah. Say what you will about Comic Sans, but it's legible. <laughs> That's true. I'm just kidding. Never use Comic Sans. Not even as a joke. Maybe especially not as a joke. Kelly has strong feelings. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we start off at the Lanchester Motor Company night shift. Uh, and Tommy shall be walking badass towards the camera. And then, you know, Peaky Blinders, as usual. Uh, so the guy uh, that he goes to meet is named Nutley, according to the subtitles. And is played by the guy who plays the dad in The Witch, or the VV Itch. Right. Um, <laughs> and also played which, Dagmar which is, Cleftjaw in Game of Thrones. That's right. And the, actually, the, oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It, the, actually, the VV Itch is a whole different thing. It's like uh, STI prevention <laughs> thing. A division of Vagisil. <laughs> So yeah, uh, uh, Nutley, aka the witch's dad or whatever, uh, says that he heard that the Peakies were interested in him, and Tommy says that he wants into a certain warehouse, Bay Six, and to get him the keys. And Nutley's like, "Fine, I know you will kill me." No, and he po- he's like, "I'm only doing this because of my family," and I'm like, "Yeah, fucking Tommy Shelby has been a crime lord for a long fucking time. He knows why people do stuff for him. It's right. to protect their family." <laughs> yeah. That's why he yeah. does what he does. I don't. This is a podcast called <laughs> Family Meeting. <laughs> There's a reason it's the theme. Yeah. No, I mean, like Tommy's like, look, I know that this thing is new to you, but this is this is just a Wednesday for me. Like, yeah. Threatening somebody. He's like, family. this is I, really just uh, like don't <laughs> like read into, but like don't read too much into it. You know. <laughs> right. Anyway, so he walks back through the factory, which is, they're like, what if that street that's always on fire was inside? That's <laughs> what that looks well, what like. Well, what if what they're really manufacturing in that factory is sparks? <laughs> it's just a you spark mean, factory. You mean Chevy sparks? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who knows? Yeah. Well, what they're also manufacturing is tanks. Uh, so Tommy finds them. He checks them out. It's like, hey, okay, cool. And then he checks his watch and heads out. Uh, so he meets some guy who is a priest. Uh, his name is Hughes, I believe. And, uh, he's like asking him questions about his, Tommy's charitable foundation, whether it'll be co-ed. And if so, <laughs> then you've got to make sure to keep him separated. Gotta then- keep him separated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the problem with this show is there's not enough ska. <laughs> That's the problem with every show, Kelly. <laughs> Too much mumbling, not enough ska. Yeah, that is the impression that I get. <laughs> yes. Also the names of other ska songs, of which I don't know. She has a girlfriend now? Come on, you're really falling down on the job here. These are mainstream. Yeah. Ooh, that one could have been in that episode of Game of Thrones where... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. where uh, Yara cops a fuck on that lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has a girlfriend Great now. Great opportunity for ska. She said, nothing else is available for me. I maintain that she's an opportunist sexual. I agree. I think she'd have sex with a man that she felt she was comfortable, you know, being in charge of. But yeah. But just, you know, that's hard to come by in the Iron Well, Islands. and more like if he was going to let her be in charge. Right, I mean, exactly. clearly they're against it. Yeah. Oh, also, spoiler alert for Game of Thrones, whatever <laughs> this most recent episode is. Oh, right. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, if it's been it's been six days, spoiler yeah. alerts expired. Right? Yeah. Every everybody knows she was gonna fuck the tits off that board. <laughs> so yeah, it's not even a major plot point. <laughs> right. Everybody knows. No, and you know, it makes me mad. Like when I tweet about Game of Thrones and stuff, and I took it <laughs> off Facebook because people were such fucking babies. <laughs> but like, I generally tweet very vague things. Like I don't like right get into the weeds it's like if you did see it you would know mm-hmm. like but it's like things like bran was boring i'm like shut up everybody knows bran is boring that is not a spoiler at this point yeah that was he was introduced in the beginning ned was like this is my boring son bran <laughs> anyway so this hughes is a representative of a group of people who are known variously as the Economic League, the Vigilance League, uh, Section D, which is less exciting than the other That's two. too many nicknames, man. Yeah. And, like, did they pick well, all of them themselves? <laughs> well, then he goes on, and for the rest of the episode, he calls them the Odd Fellows. Yeah, but they keep calling themselves the Economic League. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck you guys. I don't like this. I went to yep. a delicious place called Odd Fellows in Seattle. And they had a really good meatball sub, and I don't think that's what's going on here. Yeah, I don't think that's their mission. No. Uh, so these guys are, like, big people. Like, there's members of parliament and, like, lords and things like that. So, like... It's the, the stonecutters. Yeah. <laughs> Except less catchy tunes, and I give even less a crap about them. Yeah, and no Steve <laughs> yeah. Gutenberg. They don't, yeah, they don't have a catchy theme song. No. They need to get on that. Work on their branding. I think. Well, well, you know, maybe they're saving that up for like the season finale. <laughs> what if what if the season finale was just a musical episode? Uh, oh man. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't respect it artistically, but from purely me enjoying it perspective, oh, oh yeah. man. Don't even don't even go there. <laughs> I lose my mind. Yeah. Anyway, this guy keeps sassing Tommy, and then it's six o'clock, and apparently that means the meeting's canceled. Tommy says that, uh, or and then it's like, or maybe they just decided they don't want to meet you in some crappy crap gypsy hole. gypsy scrapyard. Yeah, was the slur in <laughs> yeah. question. Uh, but Tommy <laughs> says that there are twenty-seven tanks in good condition, and Hugh says, "Okay, you're meeting this guy in London tomorrow. Catch the milk train." I don't like the milk train. I much prefer the gravy train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, also, we need to come up with a different name for this evil priest, because when you say Hughes, I'm like, Mrs. Hughes is in this? <laughs> I know. Well, I think I forgot his name, and so just mostly wrote priest for the rest of oh, the Oh, good. Episode. Let's just yeah. call him priest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not to be confused with Preacher. <laughs> right. A show I will literally <laughs> never watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've watched it. I don't know if I hate it or love it. But I keep watching it. <laughs> I've done I that with shows why. before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we know the feeling. We've podcasted yeah. it. Yeah, we sure have. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wilderness House in Hampton Court, which is a very nice house. It is a very nice house. And man, it is like far. This this dude is carrying a tray with a full tea service and like hauling ass and i am really impressed i'm like how are you not dropping everything like you're not in trainers man (laughs) yeah that dude's and i appreciate he's in breeches (laughs) yeah i appreciate that they make his uniform the old-timey breeches i know because it's a 17th century footman's (laughs) costume and i'm like what it's 1924 yeah so yeah he takes it to this guy 
who is Russian and whose name is Romanov. It will eventually transpire. Uh, and he's got a, like, crazy forked beard. Yeah, he's like a very... Pointy beard, a Lenin, forked. A Lenin-esque beard. Yeah. Which is ironic. <laughs> right. Considering <laughs> that he is definitely not a Bolshevik. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the guy that... No, no, he's certainly a big enough asshole to be one. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy... This is not a kindly old make love to... The Dowager Dr- Countess. Yeah. No, he really... Makes me long for that spectacle guy, Spectacolinoff. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, I didn't like that guy, but this guy, like, fucking get off of it, man. Like, you lost. Just, like, deal uh. with being a loser. <laughs> uh, he's not. He complains about the food, and then the servant announces all his meetings for the day, all of which are canceled, which he keeps, like, saying the meeting and then, like, pausing and then being like, and it's canceled. And it's like, what are you... Well, and then he says, apart from that, the day is yours. And I'm like, why did you say anything? And then he says, oh, you do have one meeting. This guy's, no, it's not this, it's not actually the 17th century. <laughs> get your shit together. Yeah. Get a, get a Franklin Covey planner. <laughs> Either that or it's his one way of rebelling. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, obviously, nobody gives a fuck about this guy. He can treat him like shit. Yeah. So we see Finn and Isaiah. So we definitely recognized Finn this time. We're like, aha. Yeah, we Finn. were like, that is definitely Finn. Okay. That's a Finn. That is straightened out. Uh, they frisk some guy and show him to a table that is set out in some possibly the same gypsy scrapyard. Uh, but with probably a, nice... a multi-purpose yard. You have to like sign it out. <laughs> yeah, like they tried to do with Dolores Park that time, <laughs> and everybody was like, but "No." Yeah, you can tell they've put out their formal like broken doors and windows. I did see that. It looks like our garage space. Yeah, yeah. The garage uh, space in our apartment building has all of the extra doors in case I guess doors break in our apartment. Sure, <laughs> gotta have weird. extra doors. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so. The guys kind of make fun of this guy, whoever he is. Uh, his He says that the, the Peaky Blinders have been at peace with the Changretta family, so I guess he's a Changretta. Uh, he refuses tea more than once, and he complains about the fact that they burned down his son's restaurant uh, the other week. Valid complaint, Yeah, that's, I think. Yeah. One star on Yelp. <laughs> yeah. That review would start... Uh, if I could give zero stars, I would. (laughs) (laughs) Our friend told us this morning about a meme going around or that has been gone around. That's like Yelp exists because white people love snitching. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Well, we love complaining, but we don't want to do it to somebody's face. Oh, God, no. Yeah. I know. There might be consequences. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. Changretta feels differently, however. Oh, yeah? He says <laughs> to John's face, John is presiding for some reason. I mean, like, I Arthur's think, there as no, well. No, Arthur is supposed to be presiding, but Arthur doesn't have any real authority. Look, I think if we learn anything in this episode is that for some reason, no one can control John. Yeah. And that seems bad. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like he's becoming the new Arthur. No, I know, because yeah. Arthur is now yeah. dead inside. Right. His heart's yeah. just in the blinding. <laughs> and I'm really loving this dead inside version of Arthur, because I've never particularly enjoyed him before this season, but now I am loving the deadness. <laughs> when he's just I'm sitting the at emotional- the dinner table, when dinner's not <laughs> happening, like staring into the middle distance, yeah. I was like, is this a horror movie now? Like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Are you staring at, like, a child that's like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> kill your wife and burn down the house and we can be free. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My heart's just nodding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chancretta says that his son will walk with any woman he chooses. John says it'll be difficult for his son to walk with a bullet in each knee. This makes the guy angry, as you might expect. I can't decide if I'm pro or against the fact that they didn't say, hey, Changretta, you know Lizzie was like our common family whore for a long... I don't mean common in that she is not classy. I just yeah. mean she has fucked many of the brothers <laughs> over the years. But it's like, I guess the feminist in me, the feminist in me is like, oh, that's good. They're not throwing her under the prostitute bus. Right. But then, like, the, um, the wannabe crime lord in me is like, why are, why is no one bringing that, up this obvious criticism of this relationship? That would have defused the situation. Yeah. I don't, cause I don't, See, know, I don't know what the Shangretas know about her. And I'm, uh, I'm of the opinion she should be able to screw whatever guy she wants to do. So I find them telling her what to do very patronizing. I do as well. <laughs> and I am still unclear as to why the directive that no one bones foreigners is so important, right? I mean, I guess yeah. it's the security breach thing with the whole Churchill plot and the odd fellows. Well, I don't know. Maybe it was, or maybe what, one of them got in a time machine and saw that Donald Trump was going to be our president. So they're like, I'm going to get on this even earlier. <laughs> well, also, I mean, I can see maybe it's just like Tommy just like setting the rule, like to keep himself in line. Cause he's like, well, I'm doing business with Russians. I know how my life goes. A beautiful Russian is going to try to seduce me. Like mm-hmm. that's just what happens to Tommy Shelby. Well, but he's not going to fall. When has he ever followed his own directives? Well, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, listen, I under- look, I'm very similar to Tommy Shelby in that I'll be like, hey, Kelly, make sure you don't do X. <laughs> and then five hours later, I'm Xing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so we see some library and Tommy greets Ada there and she is stunned to well, see him in a library. He also... <laughs> Shouting yeah. from like yeah. all the way across the Beauty and the Beast times ten library, and he's like, "Hey, Ada!" And I'm like, and they do have people in there that are shushing him, which I love. They're like, Shh. "Yes," and he's like, oh, "I don't care." All Tommy shouting. Yeah, cry. Yeah. <laughs> Those cheekbones don't have to follow your plebeian library <laughs> rules. Um, guys, I also just want to point out real quick, this episode has been awesome so far. And you know why? Why? No grace. <laughs> like, it was like, what, like 30 minutes in before she shows up? It takes a bit. Yeah. And we were we were loving it. So Ada offers Tommy the choice of two books about the Russian Revolution, and he takes the royalist one uh, just to like... I Which mean, made me laugh what, really yeah, hard. It was, it was fun. <laughs> They, uh. I just like how much no one gives a fuck about Ada's politics. Right. They're like, you're a moron, and we hate you, and yet we still keep hanging out with you for no reason. Yeah, well, they seem to have all settled down into what their relationship is, yeah. you know? Like, there's not conflict over it. They've just all agreed to disagree. Uh, Ada asks a bit about Weirdo from last episode, uh, the one that got shot and burned. Right, Weirdo. Yeah. I was like, which one? Yeah. Wait, uh, which one is Weirdo? 
Yeah, weirdo was the Russian spy at the wedding that got killed and then burned oh, up. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he was a weird dude, and now he's dead. Uh, and Ada is like asking about him because she saw that Arthur had his killing pistol and that Johnny Dodds lit a fire, <laughs> and you know, she's been around enough uh, of that. She may be dumb, but she's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Although I appreciate that they're having this conversation at semi-full volume in the library. Just like, yeah. not giving a fuck. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the only Shelby who can talk at a bubble whisperer in the library. About the killing pistol. Yeah, she probably took the librarian class or whatever that gives her the authority to do whatever she wants yeah. in the library. Yeah. Or Tommy bought the library. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Unbeknownst to her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Tommy says he might have a job for Ada. So, you know, good to know. Back at uh, Shelby headquarters... Because she's been so great at all of the other jobs he's given. <laughs> I can't even... Fucking Ada. Yeah. I can't even with her. <laughs> I mean, I assume that what it is, is as those people are later worried about, I think he is going to try to link to her, through her to some Bolsheviks as a counterweight to whatever, you know, th- threats he comes under from the economic yeah, league. I don't appreciate how vague this whole scheme has been. I like to know yeah. why they're trying, like, you know, last season I was like, I get it. You're trying to take down Sabini and Tom Hardy. This is great. Yeah. But I think Charlotte Riley's there. Everybody's happy. Yeah. I mean, I think, you <laughs> Yeah, know, you want your horse to win? Anyway. Look, these people want to fight communists, and their plan is to get a bunch of British weaponry into the hands of these crazy Russian rich people who will then storm through Russia and take back what's theirs. If the definition of insanity (laughs) is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, I say ye all of human history where all of these governments are like, hey, what if we put guns in the hands of these insurgents? And then they're like, oh no. Uh... They took over, but they're not doing what we want them to. Like, f- well, no, it should be like history of the world, colon, but maybe this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I agree it's a terrible plan from the economic league's perspective, but I understand how they got there, personally. Why? Because they are... Are a- you a member of the Russian aristocracy? Because they're a member... The whole anti-communist, like... You know, people back then, they all had this same, like, idea that this is just some aberration that a few crazy people are doing and that everybody really wants law and order and capitalism. And so we just need to, you know... They had law and order. It just wasn't in the favor of those people. They felt that that was not really law and order then. Yeah. It was law and order SVU. <laughs> oh! <laughs> bum, 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 bum. In so. Soviet Russia, <laughs> Christopher Maloney rapes you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say wrong show, but, you know, yeah. whatever. Long <laughs> order SVU colon Russia filmed before a live studio audience. <laughs> Sorry if anyone is listening in Russia, I'm sure. <laughs> you guys have had it rough with the, the acid wash jeans. I don't know. 
that was definitely the worst thing that's happened in russia well in my lifetime (laughs) that's not true no it's not true i'm lying about my age (laughs) (laughs) it's a podcast they don't need to know Yeah, so uh, at Shelby HQ, Polly tells John about somebody who used the doping cocaine for getting high instead. <laughs> for the horses. Right. Like, they were supposed to inject the horses. Uh, it was that... the leaves. Yeah, the yeah, fucking leaves. Yeah. yeah. Not um, enough Esme in this episode either. No, that's true. They really... no, there's just that one that one where they're boning and that's it i know they need to stop using her like a sentient real doll for john like i want to know what she's doing all day yeah agreed (sighs) yeah so polly says that the italian guy is going around threatening to kill john uh he asks what arthur says and she says that arthur says to apologize which is why he sent polly there to say that otherwise john would have fought him for suggesting it uh so Polly's suggestion is to compromise and have Lizzie apologize on John's behalf, thus diffusing the situation. They have a whole discussion about how, oh, we don't, and Polly's like, you know, we don't, all these people pay up. They, we already own the place. There's no need to like get involved in these little, you know, piss pots. Yeah. Piss pots. Like, yeah. We don't, yeah. I appreciate her. Let's not be assholes about it. Mm-hmm. Attitude. I did. Uh. Yeah. Which makes what happens after all this even more fucking infuriating. Right. Ugh. Just bad business. Yeah. Yeah. But so, then she punctuates it with the world's longest tea sip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was this the scene? I thought it was no, the... That's that's the next one. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's oh. when they're all there. This is just her and Oh. Her. Yeah. This, this is... one had no tea at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's so much tea in this episode, I got confused. There is a fair amount, actually. Yeah. That's there's true. so much. There's definitely a lot of tea. Yeah. This show has never been that tea focused for a british show yeah but, but now they're trying to be respectable so <laughs> that's right well polly yeah. was always fucking oh, yeah. making it last season yeah, i guess that's for true. michael yeah yeah tommy shelby 2.0 <laughs> i guess it's noticeable now because they have fancier tea sets yeah that's true well, and the men the men were rarely drinking it before mm. yeah like they usually only drink alcohol right we haven't shown the garrison at all no they season. haven't the, like it gets Mm-mm. a mention in this yeah. episode but we haven't been there I miss it. No. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe they don't have that set anymore. <laughs> so Tommy checks in at the Ritz Hotel to see Mr. Romanov. And the guy's like, so you're going to have to pay in advance because this beat <laughs> keeps stiffing us. And he's going on. He's like, you know, this, this, and blah, 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 blah. Two and- banquets, which they wrote off. Right. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. He's describing ugh. this whole thing, and then Tommy just grabs a big old roll of cash and slams it down on the counter. <laughs> and the guy's like, and your name, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, the heavens <laughs> opened. Yeah. And he says, he's Thomas Shelton, and he's going to be dining there a lot. And he says, well, then we'll put you on our special list. I would like for that to happen to me someday, please. <laughs> so I guess we had to get that Patreon going or something. Yeah. <laughs> Or, you know, that crime lord business we've been trying to get off the ground. I'll do it this afternoon. <laughs> Can you do a Kickstarter for that? Yeah. Uh, we like a criminal enterprise, and your reward is we won't kill you. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Well, that's... Look, that's the stretch award. Look, the yeah. low-level award is that we won't... No. That's well, the low-level you know, award is that we won't kill you. The high-level award is that we won't even hurt you. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. 
And I figured a low level was we don't kill you. A mid level would be okay. We really won't kill you. And then a high level would be <laughs> no, me, me, really, yeah, for sure. yeah, really. Like we'll sign like. this not notarized affidavit <laughs> <laughs> and a sticker, <laughs> gold foil. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah. Anywho, I love how that scene punctuates with the uh, concierge guy recommending something on the menu and says, "But something to the effect of like, but if you're a tourist or whatever, then you're gonna get caviar." No, Cut to I the Russian it. asshole like gorging caviar. But I think his implication. He said specifically, but I suspect that your guest. Oh. Yeah. No, he says. We'll I think have, I'm sure your guest will have the caviar. The caviar. Yeah. I mean, the contempt, of course. It was the same contempt that you were yeah. detecting oh. there. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, that was nice. So, yeah, the Russian guy eats his caviar and whines about how hard it is being exiled from Russia. Uh, Something about missing toes and fingers. And he kissed a steel deck and his lips froze to it. And I'm like, yeah, don't they teach you anything in Russia? That's why they kicked you out, because you're the type of idiots that would do that. And I want to go, hey, dude, at least you weren't shoving rubies and diamonds, sapphires and diamonds up your ass. (laughs) And really, the more pertinent question, why not? Did you not have a coat? Right. That you could not sew it in or you know do it titanic style just put it in the pocket yeah done and done heart of the ocean these people <laughs> yes tommy that he establishes that tommy has met tatiana and asks if he loves her yet uh, and then goes on a digression about how like he hates russian women but also they're very good at handling cocks I mean, I thought his implication was they know how to kind of keep a man on the... Uh, oh, I see. They know how to keep a man's interest, and they also know exactly when to stop rewarding it so that they can control them. Okay, so it's a more... I, I was thinking more on just on the tactical level. No, I mean, it is, but, but yeah. it's not physical. Right. Like, it's just, okay. okay, they are very good at manipulating men. Yeah. Uh, so they discuss that spy that got killed and trust issues. And then Tommy's like, hey, you know, so you're not really a Romanov. You're Georgian. And the guy crushes his glass in his bare hand at that. So he doesn't have much Georgian pride, it would seem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Tommy says that he uh, has... I uh, just heard a lot about how insolvent this Romanov guy is, and he wants to make sure that he is going to get paid. So that's what Romanov describes about all the jewel smuggling that they've been doing, and uh, hands him a giant sapphire. Like, big old sapphire. I didn't realize how big it was until later. Yeah, like, it's ginormous. It's, it's really too much. It, it is a bit. I think uh. the word gauche is not out of the question here. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's so big it looks fake. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen so many real sapphires in my life. <laughs> I've been to the Smithsonian gem exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Did your parents take you? Yeah. Uh, they had- yeah, we went there when I was a kid, too. Yeah. yeah. See? It's an all-American oh, yeah. activity, Kelly. Uh, I yeah. went to the Air and Space Museum because I'm not a fucking pussy. <laughs> Well, I went there too. Yeah. You can go to multiple Smithsonian, you know. And then the galleries. only one yeah. I remember 
The only thing I remember about the American History Museum is the display of like dollhouse miniatures. So there's <laughs> that too. They have the oh yeah, they have that flag and yeah. then the Constitution or whatever, the Declaration of Independence. One of those, I don't, I don't, you know, one of those charters. Yeah, one of the things <laughs> that blah blah our blah lives for no reason. Dollhouses. One of those things where people wrote where whereas with a quill pen. You yeah, know how it is. Yeah. I think it was the Declaration of Independence because I saw John Hancock's John Hancock. Ah, gotcha. That sounded <laughs> filthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Romanov says they were thrown out because they're weak and soft, but they won't be weak anymore. And Tommy Shelby and the audience are not super convinced. Right? Like, call me when you have a razor yeah. in your hat. You don't even have a hat. You've been in two <laughs> scenes and you haven't even the slightest head covering. Yeah. Not even a babushka. <laughs> So then we see uh, Angel, it turns out his name, Angel Changretta, hanging out down in a Chinese laundry. Bad move, Mr. Changretta the Elder. Like, don't name your gangster son Angel. Like, for God's sake. He's not a girl in a trailer park in 1980s America. Sorry if anyone listening is named Angel. I'm not actually that sorry. (laughs) On hell is fine. Anyway. Yeah, so then John leaps out and attacks him. And, you know, well, he asks, uh, Angel asks, are you going to kill me? John does not kill him, but we get a subtitle that says squelching. Yeah. (laughs) And he appears to slash his eye with a razor or something Something like that. Yeah. He goes all Peaky Blinders on his ass. Actually, you know what? And And actually, I appreciate that. As much as I agree with what what this is going to do to... The stability of the Shelbys in general. Yeah, we were very upset at this choice. Full marks for style. Well, and I I think the squelching might have been him beating the guy's, like, companion to death. I'm not certain. I don't know. But the geography of that laundry (laughs) basement was a bit hard to follow. Well, and I'll say this. I guess this is probably a difference between me and most of the people who watch this show. (laughs) Where I'm like, no! Stop doing this kind of thing. And everybody else is like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, soccer hooligans. And no, but I'm like, I'm, I'm the kind of person who, like, when I play The Sims, I always make them very good at their jobs and, like, try not to cheat on my partners and stuff. You know? Like, other, oh, yeah. people, other people, like, kill them and, like, do all these things. And I just, I'm like, no, why wouldn't you want them to have a good life? So that's I my va- question. I vacillated. I was I was fifty percent have a good life, fifty percent I want them to sit in a corner and pee themselves and cry and die. <laughs> it gives you that freedom, yeah. It does. And I Or just... I wanted the the child protective services lady to come and take the baby away. <laughs> oh shit. Because I was tired of the baby. I didn't even know that was an option. <laughs> I think it, it is in the later versions. <laughs> if you're like super bad with the baby, they'll come and take it away. Well, I didn't get to choose this most recent <laughs> game. I didn't get to choose a trait because my children had such a difficult childhood. <laughs> well, then maybe this game shouldn't have had a glitch where for some reason their crib could not be inside. <laughs> they had to live by the pool. <laughs> Man. No matter how hard you try, the redneck just comes through. (laughs) (laughs) So 
we see Michael briefly. He's hanging out in the London office. Uh, Tommy comes in, and Michael introduces Charlotte Murray, who is Cocaine Girl from the previous episode. Oh, yeah. so. That sounds like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine Girl! She never stops talking! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Popeye, except with cocaine instead of spinach. <laughs> yeah, and her superpower is being able to go all night and not eating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, and Michael just says to call Polly. So it's Well, to- he also says, because Tommy wants to know why, and Michael says, uh, I'm assuming it's one of the things that she doesn't like to tell me. Because, I mean, he is. It seems like they're really kind of, you know, to some degree committing to him being kept ignorant about mm-hmm. the underworld stuff. I'm sure less out of deference to Polly and more for, like, any kind of litigious situation that may arise. <laughs> so, yeah, time for a family meeting. They don't say the words, which is a disappointment, but it's a family meeting. Family meeting. Yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and in this meeting, Tommy seems to lecture John for a bit. And then it's like, well, what do you think, Arthur? And he's like, well, I just don't want to start a war over it was just a joke when he said he would put a bullet in that kid's knees. And uh, Tommy then, surprisingly... Pivots! Yeah. Pivots hard! Says they're all th- that, no, John did the right thing. They're going to do it because they can. They're going to crush these people. And Arthur's gotten soft and weak. A lot of people describing other people as soft and weak. Well, I think he's describing him as soft and weak because he literally just had that conversation with that guy who crushed a glass with his bare hand. Yeah. Which that just seems like that guy's not going to be able to button his pants for a long time. He's going (laughs) to have to make that, you know, guy button his pants after running across the lawn with his food. (laughs) He's going to love that. (laughs) So, yeah. So then Tommy heads out, and then Arthur heads out, and then we get the longest tea sip. <laughs> and she's holding a book, too, and just, like, staring at him, and it's, it's pretty, oh, yeah. Yeah. pretty awesome. It was good. Yeah. Good job, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's very much Kermit sipping tea. And I love it. I have to say, I feel like this was a really dense episode plot-wise. Much I, denser than this show normally is. Yeah, no, I definitely... Mm-hmm. Like, You've got a lot more pages there than we normally do. Yeah, I have like five pages and I had like three last time. So yeah, it seems like there was a lack God of... God damn it, Peaky Blinders. This is supposed to be easy. Well, <laughs> they've got to set a lot of stuff up in this episode, like in detail. Like last time it was just sort of one thing was going on, the wedding, and you know. Yeah. And now they've got to make sure that all the different plots are aligned up. Yeah, that was like a monster of the week episode compared to this yeah the monster was that weirdo <laughs> so unless it's tommy shelby <laughs> honestly he's not a good person yeah he's yeah he's not great As dead just, sexy though yeah he's excited about killing some italians <sighs> i just see again in the sims i'm like tommy shelby i can see your little gem thing on your head getting all orange have you <laughs> Have you eaten anything today? <laughs> Maybe he should take a nap. Your co-worker's <laughs> nap. face is starting to look pretty grumpy. <laughs> Better go look in the mirror and practice your charisma. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to play the fuck out of some sim faggots on this podcast. You sure are. I can feel it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we see Mrs. Romanov. So, you know, Romanova or whatever. And she uh, rings a bell to summon Romanov. 
tells him here are some letters that he is going to write and send out by the first post the next morning. Well, she's already written them, right? Yeah, okay. but he has, yeah, he's right. He gonna, has to sign them. He has to sign them. I thought maybe he was having to rewrite them in his own handwriting. But oh, I mean, I, could, yeah. I don't know why any of these people would know his handwriting. I mean, in any case, it was clear that these were instructions and not. This requests. guy's such a fucking idiot. He probably can only write in Cyrillic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's also including uh, one asking Tommy Shelby for proof that he has access to the tanks. Well, and the other ones are like bugging the people who blew him off. Yeah. To be like, I'm still here. <laughs> Tony Awards this Sunday. Catch the feet up. Yeah. I might live tweet them at the Fatling. Okay. Um, oh, oh boy. But I Yay. honestly, look, it's going to happen. This happens every year. <laughs> I watch about half of them. I live tweet about half of them, and then I'm so drunk that I just <laughs> am crying for the back half of the Tonys. Right. I mean, the good news is all I can the, just periscope that. Yeah. The good news is you don't have to worry about any drama with any of the musical awards. Oh so no. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> that is but settled. No. Yeah. It's just all School of Rock, right? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> clean bright, sweep. bright Star. Bright Star's gonna <laughs> shuffle along. <laughs> She loves me. The revival. <laughs> um, Best revival may be up for grabs. Um, you know what? I could. I should probably be able to say. I think it actually might be Fiddler on the Roof. Oh yeah. N- well, a uh, nobody really cares, right? But there was a revival of Fiddler on the Roof a couple years ago that was so bad, <laughs> like everybody hated it. Uh, Alfred Molina played Tevia, and people were like, "Why is this so not Jewish?" <laughs> like that's the whole point of Fiddler on the Roof, and they were like, "Our bad, sorry, yeah. we uh, bye." <laughs> yeah, Leah Michelle was in that one too. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know a lot of stuff. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> If they had let Shuffle Along go in as a revival, that would have won. Okay. Uh, but I talked to a guy I know at work who is really good friends with Norbert Leo Butts, and he tells me they made the correct decision, but he also feels that Audra McDonald got snubbed unfairly. I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. Pff, fuck, you should see how Audra <laughs> McDonald feels. I'm very mad. I think she's doing all right. Um, she's very neurotic. Oh, yeah. The, well. I read a whole profile about her in, Vul- in Vulture. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's certainly plausible. Anyway. Sorry. This is definitely not what the target audience for Peaky Blinders is interested in. For more scintillating Tony Awards <laughs> gossip, tune into At the Fatling, Sunday night. <sighs> really the afternoon if you live on the West Coast. Anyway. So... Anywho. Yeah. Mrs. Romanoff says that Mr. Romanoff. Here's to you, Mrs. (laughs) Romanoff. I guess it's Jesus over there. Yeah. They're they're into Jesus. They're into Jesus. As I understand it. Well, this got less fun. Let's move on. (laughs) Yeah. And says that he may have to kill Tommy Shelby. And that guy's like, "Uh, yeah, of course. I just crushed a glass with my bare hand. And I think I can crush a windpipe. Yeah. And we at home are like, even if this show wasn't all about Tommy Shelby, I would still be highly skeptical. That you would be capable this of This lady him. needs to understand that maybe she needs to be the one who does things. Yeah. Because, look, I yeah. think this guy is terrible. Like, he's just not fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. And they're living on charity. Yeah. And, like, if you're living on charity, like, you better be fun to be around. Because yeah. otherwise, you're not getting anything but the bare minimum, which is what he's getting right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> so we see Grace. 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 Get it all out of your system, everybody. Grace. 
At least she can be finally reunited with Sam Neill in Zombie Wedded Bliss. <laughs> Rise. Spy. I'm a zombie spy. I used to do this for a living. Now I do it for the undead. <laughs> That's... Yeah, that's a twist the zombie craze hasn't gotten to yet. Zombie spies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It seems like they're going to try and shoot us in the head. What are they going to do? <laughs> I've designed these protective houses. <laughs> I guess that's actually just that eye zombie show. I think to an extent. Well, like, she's- why is she helping humans is my question. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, Some of them are nice. I, hear. I don't know. I can't handle Rob Thomas shows. Yeah. Everybody loves that Veronica Mars. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Didn't he do Party Down, though? He did. I like that. Yeah. But that one isn't about good people. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I know Veronica Mars has a mixed bag, but like ultimately, the protagonist is a good person. Yeah. Which was not true on Party Down. No, so I already true. watched the Gilmore Girls. I don't <laughs> need it now with like a fun crime-solving dad angle. I'm just going to say I enjoy them and leave it at that. <laughs> no, you're totally allowed to. Yeah. But just like I have friends yeah. where it's like oh, I'm like. It's not like Kelly's seen the show. Oh, no, absolutely <laughs> not. It's not like, you know, she can judge you but that But I don't want to. And like I have all these friends like, yeah. oh, you have to watch Veronica Mars. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't have to do anything. Oh, no. When anyone says you have to do something, I'm like, well, that's one thing I'm never well, doing. These are the same people who <laughs> when I say I watched the pilot of Firefly and was not impressed like friendship over. And like, you know, if that show Ugh. was so great, it wouldn't have been canceled after 13 episodes. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it yeah we're gonna get a lot of angry emails from brown coats yeah we're making this very popular here <laughs> so speaking of people who are popular grace <laughs> is sitting at her desk in their mansion i've already forgotten the name of it uh it's something house i'll spy house <laughs> Grace House. <laughs> we can call Grace House. <laughs> so she greets Tommy as he comes home, and she's very excited because the leader of Birmingham City Council will come to their dinner, and she's like, she's really excited about her rich ass life now. Yeah, but also Grace, like you know, this could fall apart at any time. Like the amount of trust she has in her stupid husband makes me angry. Yeah, because yes. like, what? You can't I would trust say, this person. Yeah. I would say she's had like a full personality transplant since like last season or whatever, but that would entail her having any kind of personality to begin with. So but, I mean, I see what you're saying. It does seem like they're trying to graft one onto her. Yeah. I mean, like what? Why yeah. would she care about this society bullshit? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you consider not marrying a gangster? Like, that would have been a way to go. No, I literally never did. <laughs> we had sex once. I assumed I had to marry him. We had sex multiple times. Well, Thank right. you. <laughs> I was very unsophisticated. <laughs> anyway, she says that, oh, his day wasn't successful. And he says, well, he measures success in sapphires. Here's this giant sapphire. And she's like, wow. And he, in the course of a day, managed to get it, like, set and put on a chain. And I'm yeah. like, damn. Daniel, of course. Daniel. <laughs> you can tell I'm old because I just said that. 
back at it again with the crime stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so don't uh, don't quit your day job for oh. Snapchat. <laughs> you always say that. I do say that because it's very good advice. <laughs> quit my job and just snapchat all day i think that's <laughs> the way to the future yeah step three is profit <laughs> uh yeah so she's like oh isn't maybe that because he says she can wear it to the dinner and she's like maybe is it a bit much which it definitely it defi- is he should have absolutely had that cut down it's into a well, couple different and especially pieces. when he ropes it around her little lollipop bird neck i'm surprised <laughs> her head didn't snap off or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that sapphire is too much for any occasion, short of oh, being yeah. crowned a reigning monarch of a country. Like that might be. Sufficient. And honestly, even then, it would be in a more tasteful setting. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, yeah. That's look. That's a piece you make into a scepter. <laughs> yeah. Like that's not a jewelry <laughs> size stone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he says that uh, this is Birmingham and good taste is for people that can't afford sapphires. <laughs> right. Uh, little quip there. Sweet bird. Oh, well. Birmingham. That's <laughs> okay. She's going to die soon. <gasps> Guys, okay. <laughs> I just realized this. She's not going to die. Oh, really? Because we haven't yet had her, or, you know, whatever consequences come from them killing her first husband. That has not happened yet. Hmm. Don't say anything, Jackie. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's what that's what I think. Okay. I really no, don't think that she's going to die that's because a fair point. we never have luck that good, first of all. <laughs> well, yeah. We can't have nice things. Understood. Um, but no, I mean, look, she's got to like find out something she didn't already, or I guess. Well, and anyway, they haven't established how much she does or doesn't know and whether she's going to get mad and right. blah, blah, blah. So anyway. I'd say counterpoint. Yeah. Uh, Grace sucks, and I hope she's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, so nobody that, wants Grace dead argument. more than me, except possibly the two of you. <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just playing devil's advocate. <laughs> so this is what we cut to Arthur. My singing would stop the men fighting and make them cry. <laughs> the hell it would. <laughs> God damn it. Although, honestly, this version of Grace makes me long for season one, Grace. <laughs> uh, I don't know. They both had their own faults. <laughs> Same nose, though. <laughs> yeah. Different hair. So, Arthur <laughs> is staring into the void in his darkened dining room. This is the scene! Yeah. This, he's just sitting there, <laughs> staring. Uh, and his wife comes in and is like, so... Staring into the void, eh? Uh, you want to maybe... Read, read the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Go to bed? Did you wind the clock? She's trying to keep it light. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I've got to go to work. Uh, and... Work, 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 work. <laughs> Linda said working in the dark is for the devil and that they had talked about this. And, and coal miners. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know that Linda has that great of an opinion. That's a very darkest opinion. <laughs> yeah. Stand-up comedians. <laughs> I, I again would find it hard to believe astronomers that she's super favorable to any, okay, maybe astronomers. She might be okay with them. Not if she believes in the Bible. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. I was Look gonna say not that, bad. not that witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, we know everything we need to know about the stars in the Bible. It says that they're there. 
And that the three wise men followed one once. Oh, yeah. That's it. So They're, that was handy. But they were astrologers. Yeah, that's which true. Which is why it's so weird that people think Harry Potter is evil. Uh, lots <laughs> of things are weird. I think we can agree on that. <laughs> so, yeah. Arthur just says that, oh, it's just paperwork. And, you know, heads out in his state. Uh, then we get... This is another, there's several people this episode that only get one scene but make a good impression. And this time it's Moss's turn. You know what? <laughs> I love Moss. Yeah. Like, he has done such a great job in every season. Like, I'm very pleased with him. Uh, so good job, Moss, whoever yeah. the hell you are. <laughs> yeah, whatever your name is. Uh, I feel like we said the exact same thing without knowing his name last week. I think so that's, that's probably true. If that guy is listening, he's probably like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week, Moss. Maybe we'll look it up. Doubtful. Yeah, there's like a <laughs> one in three chance that we will. Like, but, but. They knew the guy from VV Itch. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ralph Innocent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nailed it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from, fi- nope. from such film strips as the VV Itch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Yeah. I was trying. I thought you were talking about... Moss was saying, I was like, oh, no, anyway, yeah, yeah. There if you, you go. have to explain the joke that I was doing that didn't work, it's especially <laughs> bad, so. That's a fair point. Uh, yeah, so Arthur's uh, paying off Moss and saying, keep your boys out of this place where we're going to uh, commit violence, and Moss says that uh, he thought that they were above that sort of thing, but he supposes uh, Tommy Shelby enjoys the sport. Which is the most logical explanation for why the fuck this is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because one of John, you know, one of Polly's points was she doesn't want uh, what's it, Charlemagne? What's the guy's name? What now? The Italian guy. Chang- oh, Changretta yeah. doesn't want him getting Sabini feeling sentimental, and John's like, "Oh, Sabini's done." I'm like, "Oh, nobody's ever really done." Yeah, that's the problem with gangsters. Yeah, like it's once you start been- thinking you can do stuff, you're like, "Oh, people have feelings and they hold grudges and they will strike back." Yeah, it's also good advice for employers. <laughs> But here we are. The decision's been made. It's time to turn on some Radiohead and start <gasps> committing violence. They're really pandering to us this <laughs> season. Yes! Like Amnesiac. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, look, in the sense that anything radio is, Radiohead has done is a deep cut at this point. But, like, this is the deepest. Okay, it's not as deep as uh, on a Friday. That's true. But that was actually garbage. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I mean, B-sides right. from the major albums. Look, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, so yeah, standard violence montage. We see at the end Arthur washing blood off his hands in like the downspout of a gutter or something. And John's like, hey, we're all going to the garrison. And Arthur's like, I gotta get home. And John gets all pissed at him and they go their separate ways. Yeah, which is like, you know what? If he just wants to kill people and then go home, that's yeah. his right. Yeah, like he burned down that pub. You're welcome. I don't see why he has to do all this shit. That's my question. Yeah. Because he obviously doesn't have his heart in it. Like, why not let him just fucking sit it out for a while? I mean... Finn's old enough. I understand. And Isaiah. I think, think, and this is, again, with Thomas Shelby not being a good person, I think that Tommy wants to make sure that Arthur is always implicated and doesn't go too long without doing something criminal, lest his conscience and his wife eventually, like... 
you know, split him from the family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I think that's about. That's what's so weird is like that Russian guy was like, oh, you trust your family. I trust my family. I'm like, I don't know. You should trust your family, Tommy Shelby. No. They aren't actually that good at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's always been true. We see Angel Changretta screaming in pain in the hospital. And somebody tells Papa Changretta that somebody is coming from Naples and will be there by Sunday or some such. Ooh, Naples. Yeah. Is he bringing some pizza? <laughs> no, they want the letters to customs. <laughs> we don't eat this sort of thing in England. Get this gentleman a kebab. <laughs> So, yeah, and then we get the heartwarming scene with Tommy and Grace and Charlie. Uh, Which was cute. Like, it, hey, like was, this yeah. was very, like, so I was like, oh, it's like you can almost forget that he's an evil crime lord who's <laughs> destroying the lives of everyone around yeah. him. Ah, <laughs> look at this baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, they look at a horse, and then they look at the goldfish in the drinking uh, trough. Yeah. I miss yeah. Riley. <laughs> I want Oh, yeah, I was... I was going to say, which is a total mistake, because that immediately made me think of rich bitch and her horses. I know, yeah. and that nice ass And how she she's had. not here anymore. Yeah, no, I know. We all miss her. We all miss her. <gasps> well. And Tom Hardy, for that matter. Yeah, that's true. Wait, did they kill yeah. him? Yeah, oh man. No, they didn't kill him, did they? Did they? Jackie? I'll Jackie? just tell you I'll just tell you right now, he's not in episode three either. So <laughs> That's okay. We're still Tom Hardy list. Well, that doesn't really give me a lot of hope for Charlotte Riley because yeah. they're married. Yeah, I sort of had a feeling though. I thought I remembered an interview that was just expressing his general willingness to continue being on the show, but I don't know. It doesn't matter. Tom Solomon's. Hardy. We actually did call him by his character name because yeah, the acting true. was so good, which yeah. is not what we do normally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what? He does what uh, he wants, and we'll we'll find out when it happens. Well, we'll probably yeah. just watch Mad Max Fury Road another six times this weekend. <laughs> they keep putting it on TV. I know, and it then we keeps keep watching being it. Awesome! Like, <laughs> what true. do you want? Uh, cut to John banging Esme in Shelby HQ. Which again, I'm always pro, but give the bitch something else to do. Mm-hmm. Agreed. The so- actress is too good for them to waste. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy comes in, somewhat riled up, uh, tells Esme to get out and go out the back door and gets guns out and hands one to John, uh, because apparently there's some uh, strange cops out front that look like they may be from London. Uh, and yep, they sure are. They bust in, uh, announce themselves to Scotland Yard, everybody surrenders, and they take Tommy off. And uh, he yells to John to tell Polly that it's Russian business. So that priest enters the jail cell that Tommy is in with a big old mean-looking dog. And this is a great scene that I didn't write down in much detail, but... It was really good. Yeah. This priest is a great character. I'm glad he's in there. Yeah. So he's basically threatening uh, everybody. He's saying that uh, his message is the deviation from instructions has consequences and that they've investigated Ada and they think she's a risk. Uh, well, and they know that he went to see her. Right. And so something along the lines of if he goes to see her again, she will die crossing the street. They say oh. that every season, and they never do it. <laughs> I know. They like, don't tease. <laughs> don't tease us with it. Kill, kill Grace. Kill Ada. Promote Esme to series regular. 
I mean, that sounds good. I find Ada I think she much already less intolerable is. than I used to. It's true, but it's just, you know, she, you know what she did. <laughs> yeah, she was terrible. That's true. <laughs> she was as terrible as that hat. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tommy basically ignores everything the priest is saying and keeps talking, asking what the dog's name is and telling him to let the dog off the le- leash. He can charm dogs with gypsy magic. Uh, because the guy has just finished saying that they control Scotland Yard the same way he controls that dog. And Tom is like, I can charm dogs, or if necessary, kill them with my bare hands. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And like, this pre- this is not this priest's first rodeo. Right. So he doesn't betray any surprise. But I'm like, come on, dude. That had to make your butthole squeeze a little bit, right? Yeah. Come on. Just, just a smidgen. Yeah. And at, at the end of it, towards the end of it, he, uh, he's been like, oh, what do you say in Gaelic when you want him to attack? You know, and then he says, kill in Gaelic. And the dog doesn't do anything. And he's like, boom. Well, no, he says maybe you have to say it. Oh, right, yeah. Which is like half serious, half not, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. that's also entirely possible. You know, that's true. That's that a dog good may point. be trained not to respond to commands from anybody else. Which, that would be good thinking. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have a dog that purportedly can kill people. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. However, the priest gets the last word. Because he tells Tommy when he gets home to check under Charlie's pillow. The tooth fairy's been there. <gasps> it's going to be a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, those economic league guys aren't so bad after all. I guess I will work with them. Best wishes, young Charlie. <laughs> on your mother's. Yeah. Uh, sadly, that is not quite what it is. What it is, in fact, <gasps> is the business card for a crematorium with R.I.P. Charlie Shelby written on the back. Like, that's pretty good intimidation. Yeah. I think I'm just going to stop yeah. doing that to people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want anything from them. I just want them to be upset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that was that was legit Economic League. You know, you've, you've shown something I keep something thinking today. that you're saying Economic League, and I'm like, what? Uh, Why are you... Mm. Just call them Section D. Uh, That's why they have all these names. Why they can't keep we trying call them, them Oddfellows? Yeah, okay, we'll go That's with That's the easiest one. All right. Oddfellows it is. Yeah. So let it be written. Yeah. So let it be done. <laughs> and Grace is like, oh, whatever, Tommy, I trust you, or do I trust you? And... God damn it, I can't believe he married her. <laughs> that rich bitch was such a better choice. I know, man. God. I don't have to tell me. This is like when your friend marries the wrong person and you're like, Argh. oh, now we're stuck with this yeah, boring forever. piece of nothing. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we see Ada talking with Ruben from the previous uh, episode. The who, art guy. The art guy who had been... He's like Bricker 2.0. Yeah, who who tried to get into... Let's see. Yeah. Into Polly's room. He is there. And he, by the way, I said that he was... That he had a Spanish-sounding name to me. Uh, the actor himself, for whatever it's worth, is from Sudan, actually. Well, we know how assiduous uh, the entertainment industry is about casting people <laughs> according to their actual <laughs> and not their perceived ethnicity. Right. So he appears to be of North African ethnicity, but whatever. Uh, his name is Ruben, and he's a painter. Uh, so Ada's chatting with him. His name was Ruben. <laughs> he was a painter. 
And the peaky, the peaky blinders, razors and killing. Anyway. (laughs) Peaky blinders as told through jazz standards. The way you said that, I thought you were going to say film before a live studio audience. <laughs> that would all. We the- don't know. We actually legally can only say that once in a given episode. So we'll be sending you a bill for a five hundred dollar fine. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Jackie. No, that'll be that'll be for their their musical finale. That one will have oh, wow. the for sure. audience for yeah. sure. Maybe maybe Audra McDonald will get into that. Maybe that sing. It's gypsy witchcraft. (laughs) Now welcome special guest scars, Real Big Fish. Did you say special guest scars? I I did say that. That is actually more likely on this show. (laughs) Well, I was just trying to think, because I was like, oh, they need to sing a song about smoke. But then I was like, oh, they can just sing Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. You know, go. that's the opening song in Birmingham. <laughs> I don't actually know how that song goes. I just know that it's the name of the pilot episode of Mad Men. <laughs> Which we've never seen. Yeah. Huh. Um, so anyway, then Polly walks in, and she is dressed all fancy. Oh, man, she's ready to meet the mm-hmm. queen. Yeah, she looks... She looks as fancy as Tommy and Grace think that Sapphire is. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. Definitely. She's busted hair and everything. She doesn't need a gaudy ass Sapphire to to look like a queen. Yeah. She does inform Ruben that the dress was stolen by her mother in 1901, uh, but Ruben says that it belongs on her. He is it on a little bit thick. Yeah. Like, ugh. I don't yeah. know. So this, I don't, I'm suspicious of him. Yeah, because it turns out they're not going on a date, as it was semi-implied, but he is just painting her portrait. Uh, and he's looking for more, and she is not responding just yet. But Ada's like, me, 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 me. Oh, yeah, Ada tries <laughs> to invite him to the dinner that they're going to that night. but The charity yeah, dinner yeah. that Grace mm-hmm. is so hot to trot about. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Polly's still playing hard to get, but she's not uninterested so we'll see how it develops i feel like polly likes being wanted more than she likes being in a relationship yeah i think that that makes sense. oh yeah oh for sure remember that time she hooked up with that guy and then came home and her son was there (laughs) (laughs) yes i do (laughs) yeah so we see Grace getting dressed as music plays. Uh, again, no subtitles. Don't know what the song was. Yeah, I'm really missing the subtitles on the songs because the lyrics are always so on the nose yeah. that I'm really bummed out. Yeah. <laughs> so they head off to the fancy dinner where Polly is admiring herself in the mirror. After well, the because the guy the guy said she was a woman of class and... Poise? No, with something else. But she... No. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. class was in class and something elegance Subst- position substance. substance. There we go. Yeah, yeah, because she quoted back right. more like a Later. woman of class and substance abuse. Am I right? <laughs> hey, hey, try the veal <laughs> or the cocaine. <laughs> I also recommend that. We could put cocaine in your veal. <laughs> veal Colombiana. Um, <laughs> So Grace introduces Tommy to the city council head, and they've already met. And Grace is like, meh. Yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> business together. Like, what does she think is involved in Duh. politics? 
Right. <laughs> Suck it, Grace. You're the worst. Yeah. Bob, but then that guy's... Yeah, for a spy? Yeah. How does she not know this? Yeah. So that guy's like, oh, look, it's that evil priest and an evil MP that he's always hanging out with. Uh, Jarvis. So, yeah, Jarvis. <laughs> uh, so T's like, I'll go introduce... Tom Tommy is like, I'll go introduce myself. So in some room... It's the concert hall? In the concert hall. <laughs> Why are we in the concert hall? That's why I know, because okay. Grace is a bitch about it later. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, she dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. As soon as you're done watching your soccer game, I have to watch episode three, All right. because I have to know. Sounds good. <gasps> uh, yeah, so Tommy explains his plan to steal the tanks. And uh, he makes a point of saying that he remembers everything and thinks ahead and considers possibilities. And they seem strangely unconcerned by yeah, this. Yeah, that goes straight over their heads. Yes. Uh, it's called dramatic irony, etc. and so on, blah, blah, blah. See, ten minutes from now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they say that he has to take Tatiana to the factory the next day to see for herself. And he's like, that's a bad idea. People are watching that. And they're like, well, you have to do it anyway. And he's like, you know, whatever. But uh, so he heads back in. He's like, I remember everything. I forget nothing. And that one, they seem to be like, wait a minute. Is he is he like smart or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We heard he was dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, they heard Why he was- are we getting our information from that gray spy? <laughs> <laughs> he's very stupid. <laughs> he married me. <laughs> Yeah, I clearly should have. Uh, I I lost it. That's okay. Grace is a hard one to do for a long time. Yeah. Um. Am I right, Tommy Shelby? Ayo. <laughs> they seemed to enjoy it, but whatever. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, and he also tells them that there is a place below hell. Just as a little theological aside, it's where that uh, you know turtle or whatever is, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. It's where Grace goes at the end of this episode. Yes. <laughs> so Grace introduces Tatiana to Tommy, and then they all like just spar with each other. It's so stupid because it's like Grace, like Grace is like, you've already met, and it's like, yeah, who cares? Duh. Because guess what? He actually really doesn't like her. Yeah. Not like the way he pretended not to like you in season one. Yeah. Like. The way he legitimately doesn't like people. Well, he doesn't like her uncle or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I know this bitch is bad news. She made a terrible first impression. Uh, Anyway. And it's like the dialogue was, I felt like it was like kind of snappy and there were some retorts in there. I just didn't care. No. It was, yeah. Uh, But anyway, Ada pulls Grace away to go get money from some rich person. Uh, And Tommy tells the Duchess that tomorrow was a mistake. The Duchess. (laughs) Different duchess. A lot of duchesses we deal with. The Dutch eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she tells Tommy that the sapphire is cursed by a gypsy. Like, it's got a gypsy curse on it. And he's like, whoa. Yeah, she's like, she would never wear that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know those are fake, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought that she was going to be like, uh, yeah, you know, you know, that was in my hoo-ha. Yeah. We already said that. Already said <laughs> that. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. You, 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 yeah, but 
I do. I did think it was going to be. I, well, how does the curse not apply when it's inside your hoo ha, but it does apply when you're wearing it as a necklace? I mean, she is living uh, in penniless exile in England. That no. can't be great. I guess that's true. Maybe they should have tried to get rid of that sapphire before the rebels took over, and maybe they wouldn't have won. Maybe ever since she put that sapphire in there, she can never get laid again. <gasps> or maybe well, she's just a she's a curse carrier, so she's asymptomatic, but she can give the curse <laughs> to other people. Well, her uncle did tell her to seduce Tommy Shelby, and she gets all this satisfaction after of being like, "Oh, I would do it." And he's like, "What part of?" Created a criminal fucking enterprise from scratch. Do you not understand? Like, this dude would fuck anyone. Yeah. Except members of his immediate family. Right. Except for metaphorically. Yeah. Also, oh, God, what a sacrifice. You'd have sex with Killian Murphy. Yeah. Like, Boo fucking girl. Yeah. You're so impressed. God, I, wish, I wish I was in your... I don't, actually. She seems like a real bitch. <laughs> So yeah, Tommy's like, oh, well, the Sapphire's cursed, and he goes to have Grace take it off. So then immediately loses all sense of cool and whatever, and is like, give me the Sapphire now. Well, and I just don't remember Gypsy Magic having been this important to him previously. Yeah, I feel like it... It feels like a bit of a retcon. It, a little bit, Not yeah. that he didn't have some stuff yeah. in it. Like, in the same way that like children of Scientologists are just like, oh, whatever, Xenu, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I realize that this is the only reason that I'm back, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so she's like, oh, all right, I'll take my sapphire off because I love you so much. And then, boom, some guy runs and is like, this is for uh, Angel and shoots at Tommy, uh, but hits Grace. Um, Okay. And I'm going to say this. This is such a stupid scene. (laughs) Like, it's so stupid. I will lie and say that it was earned. If Grace is dead. Because like, it's like, oh, you know, come on. This I understand that this guy is retaliating. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, these are not people who are good at decision making. Right. But it's just like it all happened so quickly yeah. and clumsily from a plot perspective. I'm like, okay, great. Like, yeah. why would he? I don't, and, I don't know. It's unclear who he was trying to shoot. Well, I think he was trying to shoot Tommy. I guess so. He should have tried to shoot John. That would have solved at least seven different problems. <laughs> that would have been a better choice. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah. So the yeah. episode, you know, Tommy's yelling, "Get a fucking ambulance!" And uh, Polly's coming over in her fancy dress. And I'm like, "Don't get blood on it. You're getting painted in it." <laughs> yeah. See, no, but at least they have a good sense to do a nice slow mo shot, so you can really appreciate the fullness of, of that Dunn. dress. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> of the dress. Yeah, no. That, I don't give a shit about Grace anymore. She's super dead. <laughs> Talking about that dress. Do whatever you want, Tommy Shelby. She's super dead. <laughs> yeah, she's wicked dead. <laughs> oh, she's as dead as I can't think of anything. Danny was. <laughs> Um, oh, Danny uh, I know. Well, he gets. I know he gets mentioned because he's like these Italians are the ones who wanted to kill Danny Wizbang, and I'm like, oh yeah. But that doesn't seem like a legitimate enough yeah. reason. Well, you also outwitted them, and you know, took over their entire operation. So maybe. Yeah, that, I think you've got enough revenge. Yeah, I would think, but <laughs> so be it. Yeah. So episode two, yeah. things are shaping up great. If Grace <laughs> is dead, yeah. 
Uh, if Grace is not <laughs> dead, then we're going to have to fucking deal with Tommy Shelby. I mean, look, regardless, we're going to have to now deal with Tommy Shelby. Pretending getting, to be sad about Grace. Well, and <laughs> just like getting dragged into the fucking low level piss pot. Yeah. Which I don't, I'm much more interested in them trying to scam people into this charity that's obviously a front. Totally agree. That to me is the good. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? The totally legitimate Shelby Foundation well, for legitimate like, social like, causes. Like Grace is doing, I'm like, you know this is a front, right? Yeah. Like, how do you not know this is a front? Like, they're going to cook the... Like, they're going to do what you used to do at the garrison. It's like, have you completely forgotten everything that happened? Like... I might have. <laughs> I'll never tell. Does she have that, like, Dory disease from Finding Nemo? Like, That, ex- that explains uh, why she likes hanging out with that in that at that goldfish pond so much. She has uh, she has sex sexual amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah. I guess that's it. Uh, thank you, cousin yes. Jackie, for joining us. Mm-hmm. It was a delight as always. Yeah, especially when Grace got shot. Oh man, remember when Grace got shot? <laughs> remember that part? Yeah, I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we will. Uh, we'll be back next time. That's right. By order of the Peaky Blinders. <laughs>